The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by our NBA Playoffs Survivor Challenge. We're giving away $250 cash and a $100 gift card. Sign up today exclusively on the SGPN app. You are listening to BetMUFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the BetMUFC Twitter account at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast as well at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Everything's on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and you can follow them at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can also follow my other Twitter account. It is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That is the Twitter account for the LockBetting Podcast. And the lockbetting.com premium pay service that has delivered 118 months in a row of transparent track profit. I encourage you to do your own research by going to lockbetting.com and looking at all of the other previous spreadsheets that make us transparent and tracked. Or if you want to do quick research, go to the Twitter account I mentioned at lockbetting.com. Look at the pin tweet. The pin tweet is the PL for the previous month. And you will see when you look at the pin, not only do we make a profit every month, but we do sensible staking as well. 
No five unit or five star plays, no 10 unit maxes, 20 unit whales, 50 unit diamonds, a play of the year, even though it happens every single week. No monopoly money with this service, just real staking for real people, for real profits. That's lockbetting.com. The same handle for the Twitter at lockbetting.com is the same handle for the TikTok account. On TikTok, we post 30 to 45 second easily digestible videos, also helping you pick out winners. So moving on with this edition of BetMUFC, I thought we picked the winner on the last edition of the show. We had Manchester United and under four and a half goals against Sevilla. We are absolutely coasting until Tyra Malassia decided not to clear a ball that was going over his head. And Sevilla got back into the game via putting the ball back across the cross, across the box and hitting that same Tyrell Malassia who scored an own goal, allowing Sevilla back into the game. They then started to put pressure on Manchester United who were down to 10 men because they'd made all their subs and Lissandro Martinez was injured and ultimately did score in injury time. Even at that point, Sevilla getting the equaliser was a 16-1 to plus a 1,600 hedge. At the time where Man United were 2-0 up, Sevilla getting a draw out of that game was 500-1. to So... Absolutely ridiculous stuff from Manchester United. And to be honest, with the injuries that we have, I would make Sevilla the favourites to qualify for the next round. Manchester United are likely to start that game with the same back four that were absolutely woeful together last season. I'm talking about Wambasaka, Maguire, Lindelof, and Shaw. So after everything we've achieved this season, ultimately, it's possible we will end up with the back four that we started the season with. Luckily, in front of them, we do have Casemiro back. We do have Sabitzer, who scored two goals in the last game, or Christian Eriksen. But we now don't have Bruno Fernandes because he is suspended for that game. And potentially up top, we might not even have Marcus Rashford. I'm expecting Sevilla to rest a lot of their first team tomorrow. Even though they are in a relegation battle, they have moved up to 13th in the table, largely down to their home form. And tomorrow they play away to Valencia. And I have a feeling that they're going to rotate all of their players and look to pick up points in their remaining games and solely focus on the Europa League, a competition that they specialise in. But if they get through, it won't be down to them being Europa League specialists or them making a great comeback. It will be down to Manchester United's absolute collapse in that first leg or at least in injury time in that first leg because we absolutely bossed that game we had a chance um we had chance after chance actually there's no point isolating chances i know we had um, anthony hit the underside of the crossbar but manchester united had a number of chances to put that game to bed and if you don't see out games you end up in this position united still remain the two to one favorites for the europa league with juve the second favorites at seven to two by leverkusen eight to one final eight to one roma eight to one severe at ten to one not looking like a terrible bet at the moment. 12 to 1 Sporting Lisbon and 16 to 1 Union St. Galice. I would be interested in Juventus at the moment at 72 plus 450. They have everything to gain from winning it. They look like they're not going to make the Champions League via their league position. In fact, that's almost a certainty. And it would really stick it to um, Italian football if somehow they still made it through to the Champions League and were a seeded team by winning the Europa League. That is the type of thing I could see Juventus doing. I think they'd be highly motivated by that. They've actually been decent since they had a 15-point deduction. Their form 
has carried them into a position where they could still qualify for Europe. And if they had the 15 points back, they would be third in the table. If they won their game in hand, they would actually be second in the table. But that's largely in part to uh, the other teams not being so good. The Milan teams in particular, and particularly Inter, they've been very, very poor in that league this season. But we're here to talk about United and uh, that was a really, really terrible collapse. Very, very uncharacteristic. We haven't really seen that under Eric Ten Hag. Other than, obviously, we've had some bad defeats where United just haven't turned up for games. But we haven't seen United play well and absolutely dominate and look like a far better team and then absolutely collapse and allow Sevilla back into the game. If United play the same way that they played for 88 minutes, they'll, they'll beat Sevilla, even with players suspended, um, with, especially with Marcus Rashford potentially coming back. I've actually been in Manchester for the entire week. I've been down to the training ground a couple of times and Marcus Rashford is training at the normal time. He's not going in with the injured players like Scott McTominay or, or Ganacho who comes in at a different time early in the morning. He's coming in at the normal training time. So I do think Marcus Rashford is training and I do think that him missing the game against Nottingham Forest is more of a precaution. I think if they desperately needed him or if the FA Cup final or a semi-final game was tomorrow, I think Rashford will play. And I definitely expect Rashford to play in the semi-final against Brighton. I'm just not 100% that he'll make it back for this game against Sevilla. But I do think we need him to make sure we get over the line. But we don't need him if he's not 100%. So we'll leave that in the hands of Eric Ten Hag who we're actually going to hear from in a second. Before we listen to Eric Ten Hag, let me quickly tell you guys about a brand new sponsor here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm talking, of course, about Shady Race. Be sure to kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarised shades, customisable snow goggles, and much, much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offer world-class product that's as good as any expensive pair that you've worn. That's not all Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by a lost and broken replacement. So if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they've told us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. And if you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free. Within 30 days, there's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized, polarized sunglasses. Try yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Let me also quickly tell you guys about the NBA Survivor Challenge. Make sure to check out our NBA Playoff Survivor Challenge. Completely free to enter and the winner gets $250 cash and a $100 SGPN gift card. Exclusively on the SGPN app. Eric, how do you explain how that game ended tonight? Well, I think we had the game in hand. Uh, I think uh, we were 2 0 up. Uh, we should have scored a 3 or 4 nil even. I think the game was totally on us. And then yeah, some unlucky moments uh, with uh, injuries. Uh, we had to make some subs uh, with injuries like Rafa at yeah, halftime. 
Uh, also, Anthony Martial, we had to sub him because his first game after our first start. Uh, Anthony Dos Santos as well, uh, and Bruno, uh, because they were short for a second booking. So, yeah, we had to make some, some subs. Uh, then we lose a control, unlucky moment. Uh, I think we switch off. And then uh, another unlucky moment with, um, with Richard Martinez. And then we are with 10. And then yeah, we conceded. Um, yeah, we actually we conceded two own goals, and that's I say bad luck. Uh, we have to deal with it. Um, of course, we have to learn. We have to kill the game, uh, but uh, still, yeah, everything is open for next game. Why do you think you lost control the first 30 minutes? Like you say, you sh- couldn't maybe should have scored more goals than you did. I just explained uh, why we lose when you don't get the third, and then uh, you get some injuries. Uh, you. Uh, yeah, you lose a rhythm in a game. <laughs> Is it just the injury, the injuries, and the, the changing of the personnel? You think that that sort of lost that momentum? Yes, I think so. Uh, that uh, the injuries lost, uh, we, uh, we lose the rhythm of the game. Uh, uh, when I say, I think we played very uh, first half very good, uh, very a lot of belief. Uh, we we scored two great goals with Marcel Sabitzer. Uh, I think we could have scored even more. Uh, and then after half time. Yeah, uh, after we had to sub more, yeah, then we lose control of the game. How much of a concern is it, though, that those changes seem to, to lose and, and the, the rhythm and derail the team so much? Uh, I know um, we can do better also with those players. In the last part of the game, uh, we had to be more composed. Uh, uh, so, can benefit from our counter uh, opportunities, we didn't, um, and then what I said, a little bit unlucky in the defending, get uh, two own goals, uh, deflected shots, um, yeah, it's not a nice night, and also to finish with 10. The two injuries to, to Rafa and, and to Lisandro, how, how serious are they, have you had a chance to talk to them? Yes, uh, we have seen, um, with Licia Martinez drops out uh, after a moment, uh, where there was no opponent involved, so it doesn't look that great. So we have to wait, but uh, I can't say in this moment. And same is with Rafa. Um, I didn't spoke Rafa after the game, but that is an injury. Uh, complain over the last couple of weeks, so we have to see um, yeah, how it's now. We now know the uh, Lissandra Martinez injury is going to leave him out for the entire season, so we are going to be stuck with one of Maguire or Lindelof playing alongside Varane. If Varane can even play most of those games. We know he's injury prone. We know when he plays, he is the best defender in world football. But um, he is too injury prone and therefore it does leave us susceptible to playing the combination, as I said, that we played most of last season, Lindelof and Maguire, which is concerning. Personally, I'd bring Eric Bailly back and try and get him into this uh, team if that's the case because I don't want to see Harry Maguire in a Manchester United shirt ever again he certainly shouldn't be a captain who gets to lift trophies when he's made zero contribution towards anything I actually decided to pay a clip there from the end of the game against Sevilla because I felt it was more relevant rather than um, rather than Eric Ten Hag answering routine questions about the upcoming game against Nottingham Forest and really to be honest with you it's not a massively important game for United now it does look like we will make the top four not really through anything we've done, although that is slightly unfair because we have got back-to-back wins at home 
going into this one. But it's largely down to the fact there is no competition behind us. Tottenham lost today to Bournemouth. That was an embarrassing result. Aston Villa are now making a run. They have won seven out of the last eight. They thrashed Newcastle today. That did us a favour as well. Uh, Brighton, they beat Chelsea. They could be a possible contender, but we are seven points ahead of them and it would be a disaster if they catch us with just nine games to play. Liverpool, they can't put a run together. They're a mile behind us. They're 12 points behind us having played the same number of games. So we do look safe. Three points ahead of Spurs. Two games in hand over Spurs. We've played 31. Uh, level on points in Newcastle, but with this game in hand tomorrow that we need to play against Forest. Meanwhile, Forest, they go into this game 18th in the table. If they can take anything from this game, it will move them out of the relegation zone. If they can win it, they will move up to 16th spot ahead of Leeds United and uh, level on points with West Ham. Three points behind Bournemouth, who are looking like they could be safe, which means we will lose two big teams. I thought Bournemouth were shooing to go down with Southampton, but if Bournemouth do get themselves safe, then it's going to be two out of West Ham, Leeds, Everton, Nottingham Forest and Leicester. Five huge English clubs, making it very, very interesting when we're looking at the relegation race. But as I said, this is more about the relegation race than it is about the top four. Uh, Manchester United are still the 7-10 to favourites to win it. It's 3-1 to on the draw and it's 4-1 to here on Nottingham Forest. I personally think... This is a huge look-ahead spot here for Manchester United. We have that upcoming game here against Sevilla. I think even if Marcus Rashford was fit for this game, I think potentially Eric Ten Hag wouldn't play him. And um, I think the game against Sevilla is far more important, as I said, because we don't have that competition coming up from behind us. And ultimately... I do think Nottingham Forest could get something here from this game. They've been quite good at home this season. They haven't been so good away from home. That's really been their problem. The data obviously favours United. If you look at stats and you only bet based on stats, you'll know United have won six of the last eight visits to sides, placed 10th or lower, which is, which means Forest qualify. While they've won from they've won four from four against the bottom five. Again, Forest qualify. Forest are winless in nine and have lost four of the last five. And the hosts have been beaten by Manchester United. Three times already this season. That was twice in the Carabao Cup semi-final and in the league as well. And on top of losing eight of their last... On top of that, they've lost eight of the last 11 clashes, sorry, with the top seven. Again, Manchester United qualify. So ultimately, the data supports um, Manchester United going here and winning. But for me, the situation does not. Um, Before we make our actual lean here to close out the show... Let me quickly tell you that this show is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on your fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favourite NBA, NHL and MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. So with everything I said there, my lean here for this game is going to be to take Nottingham Forest plus one goal. So this isn't Nottingham Forest on the double chance market where Nottingham Forest need to avoid a defeat to cash this selection. This is a selection that can push if Manchester United win by a single goal. So your scenario is this for you to win. 
Nottingham Forest need to draw or beat Manchester United. If Nottingham Forest do lose this game, but they only lose by a single goal, you can push the selection. If United win by two goals or more, which I definitely don't think they will do, that is the only way you lose. As I said, I'm very secure taking that pick. This is a much bigger game for Nottingham Forest. They're fighting for their lives. They have a very difficult schedule coming ahead when they come up against a team who are in a blatant look-ahead spot here where Manchester United will be far more focused on the game against Sevilla. I think this represents an opportunity for Forest to get something. I certainly don't think United are going to win by two. Even United's preparation for this game has been weird. They are not staying in Nottingham tonight where I am staying. They have stayed in Manchester and they are flying or driving up by coach in the morning. So that's bizarre. Usually they are already in the in the city that they're playing in and well prepared to play. This just feels like a huge look ahead spot. This is certainly not Manchester United's most important game this week. And therefore, I think Forrest can get something from the game tomorrow. That's it for me and this edition of BetMFC. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.